Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi Advanced Security protects your connected devices, helps you avoid sketchy sites, and sends real-time alerts so you're in the know. Learn more at Cox.com pano. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. Today we are hanging out with Chris Bianchi, who owns Legend Recordings and CB Entertainment out of Cleveland, Ohio. Did I get that right? That is right. Thanks so much for having me today. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, enjoying the weather that we finally have here up in Cleveland in uh, northeastern Ohio. You know, it's it's uh, finally getting nice out. So, I mean, I'm happy and happy that, you know, music is kind of coming back to life, so to speak, as well, man. So I can't complain. Absolutely. So you got started in the entertainment industry pretty young. I think I read you were like booking shows at 14. Is is that accurate? Something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it started as most kids do, you know, with the passion locally of like, hey, we want to start a band. What should we do? You know, how do we get from point A to point B to kind of follow our heroes, you know, at the time that we looked up to and things like that. So that's what started. It was actually playing in a band, booking my own band, kind of figuring figuring the ropes out as most bands do, you know, booking and going through the ringer. And eventually, years and years later, now it's led me into uh, a career, you know, in this wild industry. And that's pretty neat to get started at such a young age. Now, are you still do you still currently play music, or do you, are you just too busy with everything else going on? No, that's a great question, actually. So thank you for asking even. You know, it's it's something I tell a lot of my close personal friends or family and things. But, you know, I still do create music. I have a side project kind of thing that's low-key. It's very low-key, but it's called The Small Town. And that's kind of influenced on where I'm from and, and the location I'm at. It's kind of a middle-of-nowhere um, one-horse town, you know, in the middle of Cleveland and Akron, kind of right smack dab in the middle. So that's something I utilize to kind of fulfill my creative outlets in the in the side times when I'm not working and helping other artists do their things and stuff. So yeah, I still create. And then I'm also the vocalist um, of a heavy metal band that was signed and toured and kind of broke broke ground and got my feet wet into the business that was called Forever in Terror. 
Um, and okay. we signed to Metal Blade Records while we were still in high school and got to do a lot of cool things. So we are, quote, still a band, although we haven't released anything new or toured or played in quite a long time. So I guess that counts for what it's worth. In high school, do you think that you were super cool that you were in a band that's touring? Like, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, it, was, it was like a mixture of things. That's kind of like when internet school also came into the mix. So it was like a mix of we transferred into internet school. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't, you know, feel right. feel cool at that time of like the MySpace era too. And, and the, oh, God. Era, yeah, different era of social media where it was like, yeah, we're signed. And it was a, you know, it was a big deal, I guess, at the time. It was cool. It was cool. Was your MySpace background picture your band? Yeah, it really was. I'm sure it was on the top top friends list, and, yeah. you know all the. <laughs> Let's talk about Legend Recordings. So, how did you get that started? And uh, what, what, what is that all about? Also, sure, no, that's a great question again. So, thank you. But I mean, you know, so it started. Uh, long story short, I won't ramble. But so, as my band Forever and Terror that was signed was touring. Uh, learning the ins and outs of the road, being on tour. We kind of took a lot of bands under our wing in a way and kind of took them out with us and had them support us. And, you know, that's kind of where I got started in the management factor as well. But Mm -hmm. it's been a long time coming and it's been something that where as a management side, you know, I, I would always come across these incredible artists that I would work to develop or have something special that I believed in with them. And sometimes I would take them to other labels and try to pitch the story, pitch the purpose, you know, beyond numbers. I'm, I'm a numbers guy to an extent, but it's more about passion and reason and song and, you know, something else aside from, oh, they have 12 million streams. So long story short is I wanted a hub to put stuff out that I believed in, basically, that, you know, others didn't believe in, others wouldn't give a time of day. And I said, I'm tired of, you know, banging on these doors. I'm tired of wasting my time and spinning my wheels when I know this stuff is special. You know, it's something special in my heart. And it's not just saying like, oh, I work with them. I can feel, you know, a special vibe that you felt it was special. So long story short was building legend up over a very small course of time over three years or so locally, regionally, uh, signing a few acts we believe in into now, you know, it's been four to six years and we have a partnership with universal music group and in grooves and, you know, really some really, really incredible artists all over the world from Italy to Sweden to Canada and United States. And so it's just a labor of love basically, instead of uh, looking at it as like, Oh, we're a record company. It's more like, this is our, our family here of artists and things we believe in and stuff we want to put out, whether the industry accepts it or thinks it's big, this is what matters to us. So that was the, the foundation and still the foundation of legend. Yeah. I I do want to say that Sam is on. He says that my microphone is not working, but you can hear me. Okay. Right. I hear you. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. So it's still working. It must be a a glitch in the wires in the wires wiring system somewhere, but that's what happens. That's what happens when you go live. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then your camera just got shut off. Oh shoot. Let's see where to go. There it is. There you, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Oh, he says it's good. Now I must have did something. Okay. So I did notice going through Legend Recordings. I noticed I was studying out some of the different artists on there, yeah. and um, it looks like you go everywhere from like metal to even hip hop music, right? Absolutely. Uh, so, so when you when you started Legend Recording, was it always to be? And you kind of hit on it earlier was it always just for the love of music and if it sounds good it sounds good and you want to be a part of it yeah again great question and i mean i think absolutely you know i think there's like some preconceived notion to certain people that they think like 
oh, it's a metal label. Oh, it's a rock label. Oh, you know, and that's what, again, there's no rules in the music business per se, right? So, I mean, that's how I've always approached things. Again, stemming back to being from, like, this small town. I'm not from, like, L.A. or New York. I don't live in Chicago. I'm, like, middle of nowhere, essentially, uh, where I'm at. So, like, the rule factor of things um, that came into play for me was, like, why not have just a collective of artists? You know, I mean, people can yeah. collaborate and people can do all sorts of different things as they wish. So that's how I felt. And I mean, to be dead honest, you know, some of my earlier days and earlier shows and bookings and things was actually working with a handful of hip hop artists. Um, a lot of people don't know that. And they think like, oh, he's just a rock guy or a metal guy. But I mean, my early shows, even of CB Entertainment and our company founding um, was based primarily on, you know, hip hop and doing hip hop shows and, we were a part of uh, the Ohio Hip Hop Awards uh, showcase. Cool. And, yeah, we booked like MGK back in the day, you know, and he was playing for like 20 people. And so like cool things like that, you know, and, and we've always had the respect for Cleveland locals like Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know, or Kid Cudi comes from Cleveland. There's some other really uh, talented artists in that genre demographic that we've always, you know, respected. So. Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony was actually, I think, one of my first CDs funny funny story about bone thugs real quick is yeah. my mom my mom's completely deaf and uh, we used to have a convertible and she would take me to school in the convertible True. and i would always bump bone thugs in harmony well she didn't know what the music said and she, she was coming home in the morning and the neighbors were like do you know what you're playing patty and she's like oh, what really? <laughs> like f this and then we that <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, that good book in 1999. And, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's right, dude. That's right. That's, awesome. that's it's cool that, that you play, uh, that you have different artists with the label. And as a podcaster, for me, I, I tend to jump. I normally do rock. That's the main thing, but I also like hip-hop artists on. And, I, and you've had some Americana. I want to get a real good country artist on one day. Uh, just kind of shake it up, you know? Why not? No, absolutely. And that's something that as as I grow older, you know, I just turned 33. So I guess older to some young to others, however you want to say that. But like, my musical taste is constantly growing and adapting and changing as well. You know, in my earlier days, I was like, strictly into like, heavy, excuse me, heavy metal. And you know, is it hardcore and breakdowns and things like that. And as I progressed, I've learned to appreciate other yeah. styles, whether it be Americana or a great folk song or a great rock song, great hip hop. I mean, there's such a endless collection of great music out there without, you know, pigeonholing a box, you know, a box for any of the artists. And that's what I try to also kind of share between the artists that we release is like, we're a big family here. It's a big collective. So like, just because you might be a hip hop artist or something, and this is a death metal band, let's see what we can, you know, I'm not saying yeah. we push that, but it's like, let's nah. it see, can you collaborate? You know, there's yeah. no rules there of like, oh, you can only feature this or do that. So it's been a slow process, but we have seen some cool collaborations kind of coming to fruition from that also. Yeah, I mean, uh, System of a Down did a song with uh, a hip-hop group, I forgot. And then there was uh, Methods of Mayhem was kind of a mix of metal and rap. Right. And, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I, I'm only five years older than you, so I think we still kind of the same, the same music. Like Tommy Lee, <laughs> I love him. Yeah, yeah, that's why Tommy Lee was in it. Okay, so let's, I went on your website and I saw there was uh, Dovetail Entertainment. Yes. Signs a deal with Legend Recordings. Now, what is that all about, man? Sure, absolutely. You know, that's been something that's come to fruition over a course of a handful of months. You know, it wasn't an overnight thing. I mean, I got to connect with Michael Barbie, his name is, and he mm-hmm. is the guy that is responsible for, obviously, in our press post. But 
finding the band Greta Van Fleet, you know, and he's a unique character for the fact of he wasn't necessarily a big industry guy out seeking bands or looking for bands or, you know, something that kind of naturally happened that fell into his lap, you know, things progressed and and he took them from Graham or I'm sorry, from the garage to the Grammys, you know, uh, although there's been a great team and a lot of things, and it's not just a one man show by any means, but really inspiring to see how somebody in this day and age, especially was able to take, you know, a band of kids or just a group that was talented and take them from a garage scene to a national global level and stuff. So with that, he has his own company, his own entertainment firm where he develops his own artists. He puts out his own talent. Um, And we were able to kind of bring something together where we saw eye to eye and we could bring kind of our universal and in-grooves collaboration and a few other extra things that uh, are tools you know, to help market artists and help uh, market labels and things like that to the table for what he already had happening and was successful, of course, and proven. So it was just kind of a no brainer when it came time to partnering and collaborating. And I think that's something that's important to us is, you know, I'm out here looking every day for like the underdogs, the people that aren't again, and I'm not I'm not hating or saying anything bad about like the New York or the LA's or Chicago's, but like I'm looking for these people that are like tucked away somewhere and doing something different and special and kind of breaking the rules, making their own lanes and things to figure out how do we all come together, build a big family and, you know, network and help each other and not be so corporate in a way. Again, I'm not dogging that corporate industry or lifestyle or thing, but make our own lane per se. So I think that's been really unique working with Michael. He's out of Michigan. I'm here out of Ohio. We're pretty close in uh, in relation and, and understanding of things. So it's been an honor to bring those guys, uh, bring those guys into the mix here. Do you think it's more challenging, but also more exciting when you kind of find an underdog, someone who's not in L.A., Chicago, New York, someone who is in the middle of uh, Nebraska or Idaho, and there's this awesome music, this band, their creation, and they're not going to be heard because they're not out there playing all the major shows, signing up for all the major festivals. Then you find them and you're like, dude, these guys are going to kick ass one day. Uh, I guess I feel, I guess that excites them. It's probably exciting for you too to be able to help people out like that. Yeah, it really does. And you know, that's something I think that's like the natural artist side of me that still kind of stays connected to the source of things. It's like that's kind of how we came up. Even when my band was able to sign to Metal Blade Records at an early age and be on MTV and tour and do these things, it was basically based off of you know getting in the garage every day rocking out six hours a day that was our only focus our only dream our only life you know we didn't have any other sources or plugs to the industry or money you know no no money no funding no help from outside family like oh what can give you a check or you know i'm not again hating on anybody that has those privileges but it was like so there's something deep down rooted to me that when i can connect with like an artist in the middle of like the bogs of mississippi who's got a broken down acoustic but they have just that thing you know you yeah feel like, yeah you that, feel that it sticks out to me still and i don't care whether they have three streams or three billion streams it's like right. that's what i look for at legends still to this day is like something that kind of moves me of any genre anything like a real story i guess yeah so sam mcintosh has a question he says how does ngroup provide marketing for legend recordings great question sam i hope you're doing well and thanks for uh connecting this this whole yeah, situation absolutely. i really appreciate it So, you know, it's a case by case basis. Um, It really depends. And it's kind of like anything else. Like 
is the artist important? You know, so I mean, just because you go through a major label distribution platform, it doesn't necessarily mean that the release is important, right? I mean, there's like, uh-huh. I think they told me the other day, and I, excuse the number differential, but 20 to 60,000 new releases just that are serviced to Spotify per day or per week. So, wow. I mean, it comes down to, and it doesn't even mean you have to have huge marketing dollars, a huge fan base, a huge anything. But normally it's a 30-day process where you submit, why is it important? What are you doing as the labeler management team? What's the plan of the band as far as are they performing, touring, doing anything? Basically, our main summed up purpose is what's the story that we can deliver to an in-groups or a universal or a larger scale DSP? What's our purpose of why it's important to them? And it's not necessarily, again, based on numbers. This artist did this, this and this, but it's like what's coming up? How's it going? And it's also based on analytics. You know, it's almost a half and half thing to where they can also take a look and say, well, you're telling me all this stuff, but this artist has zero click ratio, zero proven fan base, zero anything. We can only give it X amount of time a day. So, I mean, it falls into that corporate category to an extent. Um, However, keeping in mind with marketing, we don't necessarily just rely on the major label system, right? You know, I mean, that's the artists that are kind of when the time comes, but you know, we're still out here still, whether we have that that major label platform to distribute through, we're still out here uh, mom and pop in it, you know, making relationships, shaking hands, putting marketing together, getting our feet dirty, getting our, or I'm sorry, getting our hands wet and you know, whatever you want to say before it. But that's what still <laughs> yeah. out That's like, it's a big mixture of things, Sam. Hopefully that helps answer. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed um, <clears throat> on, on, on the different artists that are on your website, you do market them quite differently. Yes. Uh, the, you have the metal ones, then you have like what looks like kind of like more of a hip hop or like a pop, and you do market those differently. And it's it's I would assume you market it differently because the crowd that's going to follow that sees things differently than other crowds. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think visually it's a little bit of a different aesthetic, uh, marketing mm. wise, even phrasing wise. You know, just little things right. like that. And granted, again, you know, we we try to be the best that we can to also be mindful to integrate everybody, you know? So, I mean, our goal with legend as a whole, like even in posting or what we do with that platform is like not have the fans almost feel separated or segregated in a strange way. I guess that would be the, the term, but like, uh-huh. you know, so if you're, if you're scrolling through our Instagram, we don't want it to be like, Oh, well, this is just the pop stuff and this is the metal stuff, but it's like discovering clicking through whether it stands out to you or not. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's different demographics, fan bases, targeting, uh, posting structures and things for sure. And then what is the deal with a distribution? So it's a distribution deal with Tough Luck Music. Absolutely. That's another great question. So thank you. But yeah, I mean, that's with, you know, Matthew Tybor, who's uh, the the founder and leader of the Bunny the Bear, who, you know, has had great success over the years mm-hmm. with uh, that project and through Victory Records as well as independently. But I mean, countless records sold, you know, globally. Um, cut his teeth through through the business, you know, growing from the bottom all the way, you know, to the top into a headlining position and situation. And he's able to understand the business side of things as far as uh, how it works, how things go, how to help artists, how to collaborate with artists and put them into a nice regard of discovery and things like that. It's something that I look for when we're looking for new partners. You know, it's about artist discovery and collaboration together versus a me, me, me situation for a label <clears throat> side of things. So that's what made sense for us is, you know, Matt has a handful of great connections, bands that he discovers, um, artists that he works with. And the thing that stood out to me was he has that understanding from putting out 
five albums on a you know semi major label with victory however you call it independent major whatever it be but you know and touring all over the globe and putting out these releases and videos and kind of being through the system so that's what brought tough luck together is to give him his own outlet and lane to do his art right his it's it's a it's yeah. his own canvas uh, to put out his own art that he believes in and wants to collaborate with and do things like that. We have another question from Sam, but I do want to say before we put this question on there that I think it's interesting how you collaborate with other um, people in the industry, but you also have bands and want them to collaborate. So it's kind of like a huge whole family project of things that you're doing. And that's that's really that's really neat, man. Okay, so let's see what Sam asks. Sure, so, of course. Can you read that on the screen? Let's see. Are you on your phone? Yeah, I see that there, and that's a great point. So, I mean, I don't think it would be a band and team making everything happen. But, I mean, I, I think, again, more per se, like, what is important? You know, is if a band's doing 23,000 streams, that's not important to a major label system. Even if a band is doing, and I'm not saying this being wrong, but, like, 50,000 streams, that's really half the time not important to a major label system. So it just all comes down to what is important, what what do you put through, um, how do you plot out and plan out your marketing specs and process, really. You know, I mean, I think it's the same with anything. You know, anybody can upload through a tune core and put something out, but is there a hands-on, <laughs> you know, a hands-on servicing that's there, a hands-on platform? Yes and no. I mean, it, it's a long conversation that can, I guess, go into that. I wish I could answer more now without rambling. Or no, 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 that's that's fine. You said able to put things out on TuneCore. I have, and it's not good. But I put it out anyways. Sure. Because anyone, anyone, anyone really can. Okay, now let's get into CB Entertainment, because that is a separate entity that is. than Legend Recordings. Uh, so what is CB Entertainment, and how is it different from Legend Recordings? Yeah, absolutely. CB Entertainment is kind of my first love, my first baby um, our company that we had started and founded, and I say our as I founded it with a partner. His name was Brian at the time. He's kind of stepped away over the you know last five years or so. And I've taken the reins of everything myself. Um, but we founded the company, you know, as an again an essential hub where we saw artists that coming from tour and doing things like that that needed help with marketing, distribution, label, overall management, and day to day growth and things like mm. that. So that's kind of a hub that we established locally in a place called Kent, Ohio, which is a big college town. Um, but, you know, over the last 12, almost 15 years, we were able to go global with things and, and meaning so signing like 15 to 17 record deals with different sized labels all over the world, having artists on Warp Tour and the biggest festivals all over the globe, uh-huh. touring all over the world, um, you know, combine the artists we've worked with have sold 25 million albums and two Grammy nods as well. Not saying that we did that, but like, combi- you know, the, the combination of yeah. everything in the whole, which has been really exciting. So CB is kind of the first love, the hub of things where it's been established as a, a development platform for artists, because I felt like that was something even 15, 12 years ago <laughs> that was lacking for artists um, to have almost like a triple A league, you would say is like an NF or a, 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 a you know, something like that to develop talent to where you help them not only grow their numbers and things, but it's important to me to teach the artist business factors like the why, how do you form a business? How do you form an LLC, get a bank account, get credit? This is why you fund this. And, you know, give them a big picture of kind of entrepreneurship, um, whether it could be applied for a band or in future life things. So that's CB is our love, basically. It's our our main hub. Okay, so at, at 33 years old, 
You, how old were you when you started CBE? Or a better question would be, when did it start becoming more serious? How old were you when it started becoming more of a serious uh, entity? Uh, roughly about 21 or 22 years old. You know, okay. I went through I went through a phase where I stopped touring. Um, and, and it was kind of a two or three year period where it was really hard on me personally. And this is something that I'm sure a lot of musicians and people can relate to. And I feel every single second of every day, you know, blessed and, and fortunate to work with great artists and like do do this. You know, this is like all I've ever dreamed of is helping artists and performing and being in, involved in the industry. But you know, it was a really rough time of two to three years of working at factories, grinding it out, doing all kinds of odds and then shitty jobs to where that was kind of the motivation it took and required, though, to put the pieces together, put the puzzle in place and figure out, like, money isn't as important of a thing. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like right. helping helping artists, building something, building a platform, building something here as a family. Um, but, yeah, it, it was about 22 years old, you know, and it, it took five, seven, ten years to finally kind of have the wheels in motion and things in momentum where, you know, it, it, we do okay and it's all right. But I mean, ultimately, we still are artist focused. You know, our, our main focus is still the artists winning, figuring out how do they win before ourselves. Yeah, Sam put, artists suck like podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why I asked you that last question is because since you are only 33 years old, and you're trying to teach bands how to form LLCs and how to get bank accounts, build credit, treat their band like a business, not just a bunch of group of friends who's going to party, right? Right. Do people take you seriously being young? Uh, and not, not like you're 33, probably people yeah. take you a little more seriously than when you were in your 20s. But I can imagine what it's like trying to teach someone who's 30 when you're like 25 years old and take you seriously, even if you know the answers right. um, to some of their problems. That's another great question. You know, I feel like it depends on the artist and how serious they are. You know, I feel like if they're willing to kind of take the time to reach out to us and go through the process of truly signing and joining our, our firm and company and being a part of the family, you know, it's it's not, I guess, a quick process. It's more of a conversational couple week period, making sure they understand, making sure we understand we're on the same page. They're on the same page even before uh, we would even sign anything or begin or touch them. And that's kind of the same for legend as well too you know although it's a separate entity but it's like the understanding process has to be there first and foremost and i feel like that's what kind of gains the respect you know and it's not demanded or like give me this respect or anything but it's like i mean it's proven you know on paper here's what you know excuse the language i don't know if we should swear but i will yeah you can here's what the fuck i've done right and it's not saying egotistical or whatever whatever but like go look at anybody else who's given you an offer. What have they done on fucking paper? And here's what I've done and here's what it is. So, you know, and it's, it's about being real and transparent, I think with artists. And that's what is a factor. Unfortunately, that misses a lot. It's a lot of, you know, smoke blown as it always would be, but it's always a lot of smoke blown. Like, Oh, you can be on this big tour. You're going to be doing this. And, and I think with myself and sometimes artists take it as a negative connotation, like, man, he's always like, Oh, tell me this, but, I tell them the truth. Like, yeah, if you're yeah. on this big tour, here's where we need to be to get there. Here's what the cost could be. Here's the real <laughs> factors of it. It's not just like a... Not lying to them. Yeah, it's not a hope factor. Like, oh, I just hope someday I'm going to go open for Slipknot. You know, it's like, <laughs> here's right. how it really happens. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's one, one time some guy told me he was going to take my show and get me to meet Joe Rogan. And I immediately kind of like walked away from that conversation. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't think so, dude. Right. <laughs> Not happening. And now, if he had pictures and stuff, and he's like, here's me and Joe hanging out last Friday. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you're like, okay, that's that proof of concept. Fuck yeah, dude. Sure. That makes sense. Totally. But like when he's like, oh, I, I'm going to send it. To, and it's like, that's the same thing in the industry with managers, labels, agents, anything else. It's like, look for the proof of concept. And it doesn't, you know, that's what I mean. I still say the same thing myself. doesn't mean I'm the biggest guy ever have the most money and credentials or whatever, but it's like, fuck if we're not proven out here grinding it this is all we do you know dude it's so true man i mean i just started podcasting almost almost 10 months ago now and 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 i've noticed already the industry is full of a lot of people who will just say stuff to you and and i and it's just i I can only imagine what it's like uh being in the music like actual music industry i'm sure it's it's way (laughs) it's horrible dude a bunch of snakes around every corner man yeah, and you know that's why I'm kind of happy to be from like the small. I call it the small town, but like the the little dot in between from Akron and Cleveland to where I'm close enough to like the the epicenters and hubs. And not saying those are like big music places, but like <clears throat> if I need to go to those music centers or need to integrate myself there, I can. But thankfully, with the power of technology and things, I'm able to stay like away, you know, a little bit and just kind of keep keep perspective, keep normal of things. I want to ask you, we're about to we're gonna wrap this up here pretty soon, um, sure. but I do want to ask you, and I, you don't have to answer it, but if there was two, <laughs> warning, I'm just kidding, if, there was, <laughs> if there's two artists that you work with that you would like to see collaborate together on the two different kinds, like not two rock artists, yeah. but on different sides of the music industry, do you have two in your head that you would like to put together that maybe you haven't even mentioned yet? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it would be something cool to see, like, one of my more, I hate to use the word pop-esque, but more like singing, uh, screamo, you know, in that kind of element lanes. His name's Paul Bartolome. He's from the United Kingdom. But I'd love to see him kind of collaborate with one of our other artists that I don't manage him, but we have him uh, through a distribution partnership as well, but uh, Hunt the Dinosaur out of Texas. And I mean, badass artist, badass screaming, deathcore with the rap kind of mentality and thing going on there and i mean they're definitely hitting uh multiple millions of streams and things so i'd love to see kind of like a pop catchy chorus collab and crash with like yeah bad a bad motherfucking heavy metal song of crazy screaming and you know and not just saying like any metal song but something that's really hitting it with like those on point vocals to to both sides of things. Something like that would be cool. Yeah, there, I think there was an artist I saw. Is it Indigo? Something like that. Mm. Is that, is that yeah, I, yeah, that's uh, Alex Embler, Indigo. Yeah. Okay, I I, I like that guy's. Uh, I like his his style, man. He has sure. pretty. He has pretty cool style. All right. Is there anything that you want to say um, to people who follow your artist, kind of follow your career? Anything that I didn't touch base on? Because there's a whole. I mean, this, this can go on forever and ever. There's so many cool things that you're doing. But is there anything you would like to put out there to the world that we did not go over? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, just a little bit of inspiration or motivation, hopefully, first and foremost, that like, you know, and again, it's like, I'm just a random ass dude from the middle of nowhere. I've never had any <laughs> any help, any support or, you know, anything fancy or whatever. It's just been my passion and dream, similar to artists who, you know, want to make it in, in music and things like that. So I feel like no matter what you're doing, whether it's music or business or podcast or anything, if you truly like believe and like see that in your mind and can feel that shit and you just 
put it together like anybody can do anything so i mean i hope it can be inspirational you know first and foremost to anybody same same of you of yourself hosting an awesome podcast you know just like Thanks, man. yeah there's no rules man make your own fucking rules. that's, that's goddamn right make your own rules, dude. You, know, yeah, <laughs> you know just just do what it is that you want to do and like I mean, shit, my line's always open. If you have like a question of music, this is for anybody. If you have a question that I can try to answer, or if you have a great song or, you know, anything like that. I mean, it's not like a fancy dancy thing. Like, oh, you got to go through an A&R and do this and schedule yeah. a meeting. Those are the kind of things that like, again, I, I get the business side of things, but you have to be human, right? And connect with people. And I feel like no matter what, I never want to forget that. So, and spend money on that. <laughs> you know, if you have songs, send it over to Legend Recordings, chris at legendrecordings.co um, or anything else, questions, comments, concerns, anything. And thank you guys so much for uh, for setting this up and having me here. I dig your style, man. I'm kind of, uh, I, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants, dude. I, yeah. You know, I've, I've never watched a podcast or heard a podcast before I started this one. Um, I guess I've watched, I mean, I've heard how it's starting. He's out as a TV right. host or radio host. But, is a great movie. But, but I'm not like a big fanatic of listening to talk radio. And when I first started, I remember people like, oh, your intro song's too long. I was like, I don't care. Oh, it's too rough. You can't have that. I'm like, well, I like it. I don't fucking do it. And I'm going to play it. Inspired <laughs> so, you inspire me because that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the that's the magic, right? You don't have to follow rules. There's no fucking rules. There's no uh, anything. Just do what you feel. And that's the most magical important thing so yeah thanks again sam and thank you guys yeah absolutely uh do you, now do you have your own uh, real quick your one your website um you can check out your artist uh shout those out real quick and then we'll get out of here yeah absolutely so i mean i'll do just the cb website if you want to check out more artist management development and marketing factors you can always go to cb entertainment that's c-b-e-n-t number one Dot com. Uh, and then for the label factor and distribution and things like that, it's Legend Recordings, and that's legendrecordings.co or .co. Um, and then if anybody wants to hit me up, that's just chris at legendrecordings.co. And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate the time and, you know, having me and all that stuff. So. Absolutely. Hey, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Everyone, I want want you guys to know that his websites are really uh, organized, really easy to follow. Thank you for watching The Loft Spot, listening to The Loft Spot. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, blah, 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 blah. Peace out, rock on. Much love. We're coming out with new merch soon, so watch out for that. And Chris, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. Cheers. This is The Loft Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does something short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. Streaming only on Peacock. John Wayne Gacy is suspected of having killed as many as 32. Straight from the killer's mouth. They want you to believe that I alone committed these murders. The new gripping six-part documentary series that investigates the crimes that shocked the nation. The thing everybody thought they knew wasn't the whole story. John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. All episodes streaming now. Only on Peacock. 
It's hard to tell which sites are safe and which are downright sketchy. But with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi Advanced Security, it's easy. It protects all your connected devices, helps you avoid sketchy sites, and even sends real-time alerts straight to your inbox or phone. Plus, you can always check in with the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. So the only surprises are that there are no surprises. Learn more at cox.com slash pano. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 